Hi, this is Jovi. And my name is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Stories. Stories, a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and we take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. Charlie. Yes. What? I really, really, really hate Warren Jeffs. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that should go without saying. I feel like yeah. everybody should. Yeah. But yeah, we watched the last two episodes of um, Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey or Stay mm-hmm. Sweet, whatever. Sweet, sweet and low, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that is a disgusting human being. Yeah. Uh, he should be burned alive. He's grody. Yeah. Um, I my heart goes out to the women that were affected yeah um the and the amount of brainwashing that oh yeah i i got nothing mm-hmm. but i'll tell you what the the main chick that looks like kelly clarkson elisa elisa yeah, yeah <laughs> she is a hero mm-hmm. she is a hero yeah damn yeah that that show it was really funny and i think i said this last week when we were talking about watching it or maybe the couple weeks prior but it's one of those things of because I've seen it, I'm just having a lot of fun watching you watch it. So like I'm sitting there and I'm like, eh, 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 just wait, it gets worse. And I honestly think for the last episode, I literally just laid there with my mouth open, like mm-hmm. what the fuck, and just yeah. I, I, I got nothing. Yeah, and the fact that people are still clinging to his every word. Yep while he is in jail yeah that is disgusting it's crazy that is disgusting yeah it's just it's so crazy like i feel like instead of because you know how um mormons i don't know i don't think the fdls does it but like regular mormons will go door to door you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i feel like other religions like catholic and christian and all that should go knocking on their doors (laughs) (laughs) and be like do you have a moment to talk about your crazy leader warren jeff yes because we want to save you we have things we need to talk to you about mm-hmm. just watch the show mm-hmm. but yeah besides well. that disgusting terrible man in that story <laughs> how are you today charlie i am doing pretty much okay there's not a whole heck of a lot going on mm-hmm. in charlieville uh yeah so you know it's it is what it is <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. you know it's that time in your in your you know year where you've just gotten back from vacation Mm -hmm. or you know you're still you're far enough away from vacation where it wasn't like just last week Mm -hmm. so you're like really just ready for another one yes you know yeah so i think that that's just where my brain is at and i have um like a long weekend coming up in august for my birthday Mm -hmm. and i'm like counting down the days for that so (laughs) i'm just really looking forward to it very nice but yeah that's uh that's pretty much it. There's nothing really going down in Charlietown. How about you? Uh, how about you, Jovi? <laughs> um, well, here in Joviville, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> there's absolutely nothing going on. Yeah. It's just same shit, different day. Yeah. Um, I don't have a long weekend coming up anytime soon. <laughs> um, so I'm very jealous, but I do have a cruise coming up in October. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that. But no, work is work. Day is day. Potting is, is potting. Frogs you know. is frogs. Yeah. Peoples is peoples. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. My uh, boyfriend and I watched uh, two different Muppet movies over the weekend. Did you? Yes. Which we watched the Muppet movie, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. the funniest of all the Muppet movies. Mm-hmm. And then we watched Muppets Take Manhattan, which is my favorite of all the Muppet nice. movies. So, yeah. So I have like 
bits and pieces of that stuck in my head. Nice. Peoples is peoples. Frogs is frogs. <laughs> Muppet Take Manhattan is brilliant. But yeah. Yeah. So not a whole heck of a lot. But no. you know what else is coming up in October? What's that? The two year anniversary of this podcast. Holy shit. And you know what else is coming up in just a couple weeks? What's that? The 100th episode of this <gasps> podcast. That's right. It's crazy. It's, it's very close. I think it's in September. We'll actually be airing yeah. the 100th episode, which is crazy. And we have like something kind of special planned. It's yes, going to be an do. extra long episode. Yes. Jovi and I are partnering up to tell one story but really kind of dive deep into this mm-hmm. one story mm-hmm. um it's a well-known story but we're yep. really excited to uh you know kind of pick it apart and tell you guys all the crazy details and stuff like that so, yes yeah we're looking forward to it we have a little little something special coming up so. yeah i figured you know the 100th episode is a big milestone mm-hmm. so why not you know go big or go home yeah kind of a thing you know what we do have coming up jovi which i'm really excited about what's that in a couple of weeks you and i are going out to dinner with some other podcast hosts (gasps) that's right yeah oh how could i forget that i know i'm really really fucking excited about it me too really excited so you guys probably remember we did a um cross collab episode with dom from horror house so dom is actually in the u.s from the uk on Mm -hmm. vacay and he'll be down in florida to visit so we're going to meet up with him for dinner he's actually also going to be meeting up with the girls from the crime bay podcast so we're going to have like a little mini pod dinner dinner instead of oh oh, oh, instead of potluck it's pod luck dinner (laughs) (laughs) so we're super excited about it Mm -hmm. we're really excited to actually get to meet dom in person and then have kind of like our first really big interaction with the crime bay girls yes um so yeah i'm really excited about having kind of like a little mini uh podcast shindig it's gonna be fun it's going to be awesome yeah Oh, man. So that's some exciting stuff that's coming up for yes. Bed Crime Stories. Yes. All right. Well, then, on that note, mm. I'm going to throw this over to Charlie. And I am so excited to hear what your Bed Crime Story is tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the story is technically not a listener request. Mm-hmm. Not per se, but um, my sister, who is a listener, she is a weekly first day podcast listener. Hey, you know, sissy. Because she's a champ. What up, sissy? Mm-hmm. Um, she's been trying to get me to watch this docuseries about this dude for like it's been at least a year i want to actually say it's probably even maybe two years that Mm -hmm. she's been wanting me to watch this this docuseries about this guy and while i have not yet watched the doc and (laughs) that might sound like i'm a bad sister i did decide to do this story about the uh main character of main of that character. story the, the person who that docuseries mm-hmm. is is centered around mm-hmm. um and i'm gonna dedicate it to my sister and you know after you hear the story you might think hmm are you a bad sister for dedicating <laughs> this story to your um and you know what I, I i have to say you know what i adore my sister and that is why i'm dedicating this the story <laughs> of the devil next door to her so my sources for tonight's story i knew um the resources for tonight's story is an article from all that's interesting by jacqueline anglis an article on a website called market research telecast by maumita 
Das. Um, a staff article in the Winston-Salem Journal and a People article by Alex Heigl. Oh. Yes. So, we begin our story in San Francisco, California on August 12th, 1978. And it is there where John Alexander Lawson was born. Now, sometime in his youth, his mother and him moved across the country to Clemens, North Carolina. And that is where all of the action of our story is going to take place. Are they in Florida at any point in time? Not at all. Okay. Zero percent This is gonna. This is like the first one out of... In a while. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, there's not a lot known about his early life. Um, later, he would make up so many different stories and kind of tall tales about his childhood that no one really has a clear idea of what his past really was like. Mm-hmm. Um, he would tell people that he was from Iraq. He would tell others that um, his father was a high priest of some sort. Um, but people who did know him as a child would describe him as a bit off and uh, highly emotional. Mm-hmm. Okay. There were indications that there was some sort of a mental illness that was forming. He um, had a habit of harming animals and he began using illicit drugs and alcohol at a very young age. He was eventually diagnosed with schizophrenia and agoraphobia. Yes. Um, His mother, Cynthia, did her best to get him into the treatment that he needed. But unfortunately, money did run out and his mental state swiftly deteriorated. Oh, no. Yes. So in 2002, uh, John Alexander Lawson legally changed his name to Pazuzu Ila Algarod. Okay. (laughs) And this name change was an homage to the demon that was referenced in the movie The Exorcist. Mm, uh The priest was actually taken over by the demon Pazuzu. Uh uh And of course, for the rest of our story, because his name was legally changed, I will be referring to him as Pazuzu. Wow. Yes. Every single time I can't remember his name, I'll text my sister and I'm like, is it Kazoo? <laughs> is it? And like, I just, I can't, it never sticks in my brain. And then I come up, it sounds like I'm making fun of, I, it's bad. Yes. <sighs> anyway. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. So, I mean, literally and figuratively, because yeah. Pazuzu, yeah. Pazuzu's uh, weird. Yeah. yeah. So the affidavit of his name change stated that he had religious reasons behind the decision to change it to Pazuzu Algarod. Um, he would he shaved his head and he started to get tattoos in mysterious symbols all over his body, including on his face, were covered with these tattoos, and he would he actually filed his teeth into sharp points with a Dremel tool. Oh, this dude. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I know. Okay. It yeah, took yeah, yeah. a second, but the second you said do yeah yeah mm-hmm. um he would tell people that he regularly made animal sacrifices and he even claimed that he was able to control the weather mm. he stopped taking showers only taking one bath once a year mm-hmm. and he had not brushed his teeth in years so how did he even have teeth to file down in the first place if he never brushed his teeth? I don't know. I just know that like sometimes on a lazy day, I won't <laughs> brush my teeth and how scummy my teeth feel at the end of like, the day. They feel like your teeth are wearing little sweaters. Little sweaters, right. Mm-hmm. And like, could you imagine what that would be like nope. after like even just a week? No. I'd, I'd rather not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
his intention was probably to welcome infections um, and illnesses because he believed that they were blessings blessings from Satan. He also claimed that having personal hygiene would strip the body of defenses in warding off infection and illness. So basically, like, it gets rid of all of your natural ability to fight bacteria, which I know is definitely, like, in a way true. Kind of, yes. But not to this extreme. No. Oh, God, no. Exactly. Absolutely not. Like, that's why they say that if your kid eats their boogers to let them, because that's actually... It boosts your immune system because you're basically taking the filth yeah. and re yeah okay. and they're salty and delicious and they are so um, <laughs> uh, okay so psychiatrists associated um, any psychiatrists who were associated with the Pazuzu case claim that he wanted to rebel against God but his behavior was m- more of a major rebellion against the Clemens community as a whole and as residents because the town was known for being very Christian mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pazuzu drew in others who felt very socially excluded he encouraged them to engage in the same type of depravity that he was a friend of Pazuzu named Nate Anderson was quoted to say quote he had a twisted sort of charisma it's the kind of charisma that isn't going to appeal to everyone but certain minds are going to be drawn in by that the misfits the outcasts people living on the edge or people who want to live on the edge Mm, uh uh pazuzu's house at 2749 knob hill drive became a sanctuary for the outcasts and the misfits they could come and stay for as long as they wanted to and Pazuzu did not care as long as they were included in the debauchery so he did not care what they did in his house at all so welcomed and regular behavior included self-harm drinking the blood of birds performing sacrifices on rabbits doing a staggering amount of drugs and staging orgies Yes. Not unlike what well, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say staging orgies and he has he only takes one shower a year. Oh god, I don't even it's I know. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> um not unlike stand-up citizen Charles Manson, mm, mm. uh Pazuzu had a way of drawing in women. Mm. You know, the uncleaned Pazuzu. Uh Amber Birch and Crystal Matlock were two of his known fiancés, I'm using air quotes, because I know this is not a visual medium, so I will let you know. (laughs) Fiancés is in quotes. And both of them frequented his home. And of course, at times for like stints, would live there at the home with him. According to another friend of Pazuzu, Crazy Dave Adams. Stop. Yes, yes. Is that his real, like... Crazy Dave. And I will tell you, now, I I will admit that I did watch the first episode of the Pazuzu uh, docuseries mm-hmm. and crazy dave is interviewed and underneath his face it says crazy dave is he indeed crazy i'm he's not uncrazy oh, okay okay <laughs> um all right so crazy dave adams says quote people would come to visit the house because they knew it was free reign there were no rules there was nothing you had to abide by you could piss in his carpet you could smash a tv you could hit somebody in the head with a beer bottle you could throw a knife at his wall and it just didn't matter the house was in appalling condition there was garbage everywhere animal carcasses lying around and blood smeared on the walls 
and, and poo. There was also poo oh, on the walls. Of course. Yes, okay. yes, yes. You know what? Hey, everybody has to throw poop at the yes. wall at one point in their Always life. Always has to throw poop. Um, <laughs> it was, of course, also very dark and it reeked. You think? You think, yeah. Um, and there were satanic messages and pentagrams, pentagrams painted not only inside but outside of the property as well. So, again, just every neighbor's dream. Mm. Pazuzu's relationship with the law starts in 2010. He was arrested on May 28th, 2010 for putting his mother, Cynthia, in a chokehold. Oh. Yes. She was uh, choked so hard to the point where she could hardly breathe. He was later released on probation. Of course he was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then in September 2010, Pazuzu's fiance, air quotes, <laughs> fiance, Amber Birch was charged with battery and assault also on Pazuzu's mother, Cynthia. Wow. The police put her on probation for 12 months. Later, she was again accused of battery when she hit Pazuzu himself in the face. In the face. In the face. Um, later that same year, Pazuzu, at that time 31 years old, was charged with accessory after the fact of involuntary manslaughter. Yes. So the charge was related to the shooting death of Joseph Emmerich Chandler, whose body was found in September 2010 on a boat ramp in Donahanna Park in Yadkin County. Hmm. I said that wrong. It's not Donahanna. <laughs> it's Donaha. Donaha. I put an extra like, na na na. Donaha Park in Yadkin County. Pazuzu was accused of misleading investigators and allowing the suspect in the shooting to stay at his home. Oh. Yes. Yeah, that's a big no-no. Correct. Um, so he didn't actually perpetrate the crime, yeah. but he was an accessory after, after the fact. Yes. Um, psychiatrists who interviewed Pazuzu agreed with his initial diagnosis of schizophrenia and agoraphobia, but they did find him mentally competent to stand trial. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. He was convicted in 2012 as an accessory after the fact and was given probation. Yeah. So on October 4th, 2014, while still on probation for the previous crime, authorities execute a search warrant at Pazuzu's Knob Hill Drive home. Now, oh, no. Yeah. Now, I couldn't find in any of the articles I researched, even beyond the ones that I mentioned, um, what the war the reason the warrant was uh ordered okay. so i don't know if they had gotten some sort of information or they were he was a suspected of something else i'm not 100 percent sure okay but it seems as though what they did find was not expected so well, they weren't looking for specifically what they wound up finding gotcha yeah. i mean maybe the warrant was for because he was an accessory after the fact maybe they thought that the person who was staying at the house had left something and they needed it for whatever reason maybe it could have been something like that or like you said, it could have been something he did. You just couldn't find it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So while I can't tell you the reason the warrant was ordered, I can tell you what they found when they got there. Please tell. Mm -hmm. So the front door was painted black and it was decorated with upside down crosses. Mm -hmm. There was Arabic script painted on the walls and over the f entrance uh, that one of the one of which apparently read the house of devils oh um and filth <laughs> wonderful lots and lots and lots of filth so there was garbage urine blood and feces both human and animal um and it was all over the carpets and the walls the smell was completely overpowering but even more shocking than the satanic messages the uh filth and the feces was buried in the backyard oh boy 
two sets of human skeletal remains were discovered in shallow graves. Stop it. I will not. You know who should stop it? Pazuzu. Yes, he should. He should shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can still, I can smell him all the way here. Yep. Is that, That's is that Clemens, North Carolina? <laughs> no offense to the good people of Clemens. Yes, yes, no um, offense. It's just that Knob Hill house, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so on October 13th of 2014, mm-hmm. the bodies were then I finally identified as belonging to Joshua Frederick Weltzer and Tommy Dean Welch, who had both disappeared back in 2009. Oh, wow. Their cause of death uh, for both of the men was gun- uh, a gunshot to the head. Uh, even though one, I think eventually they found out it was two shots to the head. Okay. Pazuzu, who was 35 at the time of his arrest, um, was charged with murder and accessory after the fact. Amber Nicole Birch, 24, uh, his first of his fiancés, was also arrested and charged with murder and 28 year old Crystal Nicole Matlock, his other fiance was charged with just being an accessory. Okay. It was assumed at this time when the arrest initially happened that Crystal assisted Pazuzu in burying one of the men while Amber killed the other man and Pazuzu assisted with his burial. Oh shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Soon after the remains were found on the property, county housing officials deemed the home unfit for human habitation. To you which think? I say, adoy. Like, you think? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In <laughs> April 2015, Pazuzu's House of Horrors was demolished. Rightfully so. Yeah, because no. there's there's no um, bio cleanup company no. that would be able to get that out i mean it would smell forever yes it's better to just demolish it and sell the property correct but yeah. would you even want the property at that point i mean it's probably real cheap yeah but no as long as i get everything out i mean he's, he's not really the devil no i know i'm not saying it for that reason like you don't know what else went on there yeah, they, they could have done to- they could have done like seances and stuff like that and mm-hmm. that grounds could be haunted and you're gonna build your house and then you're gonna have the um amityville horror part two and you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean that was disproven as a hoax anyway i know but still no nah, i'm fine i'll just okay. take the cheap property especially with uh freaking housing market right now Fair. i'll take the cheap murder property thanks <laughs> um, i mean you always have a story that's for sure <laughs> for real be like oh the ghost is up to it again i <laughs> uh, can't come to work today the ghost stole my car mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um all right so in the meantime the police transferred pazuzu to central prison in raleigh he was transferred for safekeeping due to his mental disorders as per investigating officers he was found fit for trial once again and mm-hmm. he was presented in court he and his girlfriend both asked for state appointed attorneys for themselves okay now on october 28th 2015 just a year plus after his arrest pazuzu algarad was found dead uh just after 4 a.m in his cell at central prison in raleigh an autopsy later revealed that he died from severe blood loss caused by a deep wound to a major blood vessel in his left arm at the pit of his elbow Oh, so his elbow pit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, that's a big cluster of veins right mm-hmm. there. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Ow. His death was ruled a suicide and authorities say he used something to cut himself. They did, but they never could figure out exactly what he used. OK. Um, They d- discovered some items in his cell. They sent it to the North Carolina office of the chief medical examiner, including an electric razor and a clear unlabeled bottle filled with red fluid. Um, 
but they could again couldn't figure out what the implement was that caused such a deep cut interesting and even though pazuzu's teeth were filed into those sharp little points officials said there was no evidence to support rumors that had started that he bit his own arm to cause the wound (laughs) you know it's funny as you were reading that sentence i was like that's right he had sharp teeth maybe he chewed himself up i don't know obviously i'm assuming then what they found were very like sharp cuts yeah rather than like like an actual bite yeah yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) i bet that would be the noise he'd make too yeah <laughs> um, Amber Birch, then 27, she pleaded guilty to second degree murder, armed robbery, and accessory after the fact to murder. She was ordered to serve a minimum of 30 years and eight months in prison with a maximum sentence of 39 years and two months. Forsyth County prosecutor said she used a 22 caliber rifle to shoot Tommy Dean Welch twice as he sat on the couch in the Knob Creek Hill Drive home. Oh, shit. Nope, I added like an extra word. Knob Hill Drive home. <laughs> I don't know where Creek came from. I'm just like making up things. I'm like, remember when they were living on the Knob Creek Hill and not just Knob Hill? Well, isn't no. isn't like Knob Creek a thing? I feel like it's it's like, I don't know. I, I don't I've know. heard Knob Creek before. It could be. Maybe that's what it is. It, it just rolls off the yeah. tongue. Or I don't know. Yeah, we'll go with it. It's fine. Sure. Prosecutors also said that three months prior to that shooting, Pazuzu used that same exact rifle to fatally shoot Joshua Frederick Welzer. Investigators allege the body stayed in the house for several weeks. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Before Pazuzu called Amber, who was in South Carolina, to ask her to come back and help Barry Wexler. Nope. Um, her projected, uh, Amber Birch's uh, pro- projected release date is going to be May 20th, 2045. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now, Crystal Nicole Matlock, who was 30 at the time of her trial, she pleaded guilty in, guilty in Forsyth Superior Court to an accessory after the fact of first degree murder. She was accused of helping Barry Josh Frank Welzer. So right. like that, technically that first victim. Crystal was sentenced to a maximum of three years and two months in prison with a maximum sentence of four years and 10 months. She was released in May of 2018. But in January of 2020, she was convicted on multiple drug crimes as well as breaking and entering and served another eight months in prison. She just didn't learn the first time around, did she? I mean, they're two very different crimes. Yeah, but yeah. no, they are. And she didn't. Yeah, she was an accessory, but she didn't actually do any of the The killing. Yeah. Yes. So that's it, my friends. Wow. That is the disturbing story of the devil next door, Pazuzu Ilah Algarod. That's that's something. That is something. Yeah. So now, even after hearing that the dead body was in the house for weeks, you'd still buy that property? The house isn't there anymore. Okay. I don't know. If the if it was the house, yeah, absolutely the fuck not. Okay, absolutely the fuck. Oh God, I'm throwing things at you. Charlie's trying to attack me <laughs> with a piece of paper, with teeny tiny paper cuts. Oh God, and they're the worst too. Yes, I know. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna abuse me, don't do it with paper cuts. That's yeah. terrible. Go all the way. Go all the way. Like yeah. What was I just gonna look up? I have no idea. <laughs> Something related to Pazuzu. Oh, the I'm gonna look up the docu series. Okay. I think it's called The Devil You Know. Yes, The Devil You Know. And that's on Netflix? No. No. It's on Hulu? Let me see. Is that Hulu's cousin? Hulu? Hulu? <laughs> um, Hulu. Wow. <laughs> get it? Yes. Yes, okay. I get it. Just making sure. Let's Charlie, see. ladies and gentlemen. Hulu. 
I just went on there. <laughs> I just opened Hulu and I searched for Hulu. <laughs> uh, wow. And you know what, guys? She didn't even really touch her wine. No, I didn't. She's doing this completely sober. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So I have it. It's on Hulu. Um, it's Hulu through Vice, but it looks like it's expiring in seven days. Oh, no. So unfortunately, by the time this posts, it'll be gone. it'll be expired. But I would still recommend checking it out. Yeah. Looking to look to looky looky to see if you have it. And if it's not on Hulu, look elsewhere. Like I said, my sister, it came out in 2019. So she may have actually been begging me to watch this for three years. Who knows? It sounds about right. It does sound about right. Um, she said it was fantastic. There are only 43 minute episodes and there's five episodes. Okay. So, and obviously we'll go into insanely way more detail. Yes. Than I just did. Yes. But Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Wow. Pazuzu. Well, that was a incredibly interesting story. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many things wrong with it. Yeah. So many things wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And like hygiene it's important i mean it's important take a shower brush your teeth bro it's it's your teeny pointy teeth well i wonder if because his teeth were filed maybe he ruined all the toothbrushes because it like serrated the (laughs) the um bristles (laughs) and he was just tired of buying new toothbrushes every day i bet it was really easy to floss though oh for sure for sure. Like, you probably didn't even need floss. You're just like... Exactly. With your fingers. Exactly. Thank you, Sissy, for telling Charlie to watch this over the last three years. <laughs> she still has not. Still have not. But at least you gave her the idea for the story, so that yes. counts. Yes, yes, yes. And I will tell you, it was actually very frustrating to do the research. And I do kind of wish that I had sat and watched the docuseries before I started to write it to get that additional detail mm-hmm. because every single article that I brought up was basically the exact same information mm-hmm. just recycled 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 mm-hmm. so that was a little frustrating so um but I mean watch the we'll watch the doc yeah we'll get more info this could be like a preview to the yes. doc so if this if this story was interesting to yes. you your next step would right. be to watch this docuseries thanks Vice TV not sponsored Maybe she gave me some money. <laughs> um, I did the same thing with Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah. I previewed that like three weeks before that show came out. Yeah. You're welcome. For real. For real. Also, if you still haven't watched Under the Banner of Heaven yet, you're, you need to. You're disowned. Because it's, it's phenomenal. It is a work of art. Yes. And Andrew Garfield is just. Sexy. Spectacular. Like he is a sexy Mormon. <laughs> he plays a sexy yes, Mormon. Yes, yes. He is not indeed Mormon. Yeah. In real life. It's funny because like I pr- I prefer Andrew Garfield as Andrew Garfield for his like cute little British accent. Mm-hmm. But I realize watching that that show, I will take <laughs> I'm fine with all Andrew Garfields. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity Andrew Garfield fangirl. Yes. Yes. It's Love hard him. not to be. It's hard not to be. It really, really is. Mm. He's so cute. He's cute. He's as a so button. cool. He's so cute as fuzzy hair. So yeah, <laughs> Pazuzu. <laughs> on that note, on that note, all right, guys. Well, like I said, there's a lot of really fun, exciting stuff coming up. So mm-hmm. we'll remind you of some of these upcoming fun things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will also give you all the fun details about our 
podcast dinner extravaganza. Yes. Um, and maybe we could even fun. get some sound bites to put into the episode. I would not count on us being that tech savvy. No, you're. this is true. I don't want to make any no. promises that we know for sure we're not going to be able to keep. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like to, you know, set goals that I will not follow maybe or we should reach. Do, like, nope, I'm yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, Jovi, is, Jovi is the wish for the stars. And I'm the, the stars aren't coming. No, 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 no. I mean, it would be fun. We know our I know our capabilities. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. In theory, no, it would in be theory. funny. Yes, yes, yes. It's all right. But it could be a future, a future collab. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Might crime bait up. Yeah. But yes, we will keep you updated on all the fun things. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Charlie, for that wonderful Pazuzu. Ponzu. <laughs> That's another one I can call. Um, Zazu. Zazu. Pon- Kazoo. Kazoo. What is his name? <laughs> Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Thank you for the story of Pazuzu and his uh, sharp pointy teeth. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sissy, for recommending it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would like to follow in the shoes of wonderful Sissy, you could send us a story suggestion mm-hmm. at bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com uh-huh. or you could slip uh, up into our DMs on Instagram at Bed Crime Stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a Twitter, but we're not there, so mm-hmm. don't even bother. Um, cesspool. <laughs> it is a cesspool of human garbage. Of human trash, yes. yes. Um, just a bunch of little Pazuzus running around. <laughs> <laughs> tweeting. <laughs> that is a fantastic mental image, my friend. <laughs> Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Tell a friend. Tell all the friends. Tell your coworkers. All that, all those fun people. Mm-hmm. Be kind to one another. Yes, please do. Don't be like Pazuzu. Um, no. <laughs> don't. And also, you know, if you're staying at somebody's house, don't shit on the carpet and no. then throw it at no the wall. No matter how they say, how much they say, it's okay. <laughs> Go in the turlet. It's what it's for. Yes. Yes. Exactly. But no. In all seriousness. Mm-hmm. I do want to add just like one super quick note about yeah. the docuseries. I do know my sister did tell me that the reason why she liked the documentary so much is because they focus more on the victims mm-hmm. and they talk to like the victims, family members and shed a lot of light on who they were as people okay. and like how, you know, maybe their life took a turn and they wound up and it, it's, that is the one thing that I really can appreciate with the docuseries. Yes. So I am definitely looking forward to watching it because, yeah. you know, that is definitely important to me. Unfo- again, unfortunately, in my research, it, it was he's very sensational, right? Because he, you know, sharpened his teeth and had a little mini cult and blah, blah, blah. <sighs> so that's everything was about him. So I'm looking forward to watching the devil you know so we can i can get a little bit more insight onto who these men were that he took their lives and why uh, you know was involved with taking their lives and why yeah and like why did they stay at his gross disgusting house yeah but yes check it out Mm -hmm. um what was i saying oh yeah but in all seriousness Mm -hmm. be kind yes watch out for one another Mm -hmm. and have a good night. Yeah. Have a good day. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Always. We love you guys. Mm-hmm. You are the best. Sure. We'll see you all next week. Mm-hmm. But until then, sweet, sweet dreams. dreams. I totally almost forgot what our catchphrase was. I was like, uh, sweet dreams. <laughs> Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. 
creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash buy backslash 3.0.